Listener Production. The Aussie share market has improved for just the fifth time this month. And why did lithium stocks underperform today? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Monday, the 22nd of January. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hi, Laura. Stevie, two days in a row of gains. Exactly right. How exciting. So exciting. Five days this month doesn't it's sound not great, much. though. Exactly. Right. No. We had quite a severe losing streak for almost all of last week. Mm. But today, the Aussie share market managing to improve as we head into the close up by about 0.6%, pulling back a bit around midday, which was around the time when China decided against cutting interest rates, our largest trading partner. There were some thinking that maybe they would get out there and actually cut interest rates uh, just to stimulate a slowing economy, but not the case. Yeah, I guess we've been sitting back and hoping that China's government would provide some stimulus or do something to boost their economy. It's well known that their economy hasn't been doing that great since coming out of COVID lockdowns. We're getting, you know, disappointing data prints again and again, and we're not getting much from the government either. So I guess that's why we did see our market pull back a little bit in the afternoon part of the session, but still a lift of, you know, two thirds of 1% ahead of the close. Still pretty good. Solid. And this is after the US market uh, did really well on Friday, actually hitting a fresh record high for the S&P 500. That's the number that kind of represents how the 500 biggest stocks are doing in America. So up very strongly, 1.2% higher. And even though our market, you know, hasn't really been shooting the lights out today, at least it still did well, as you pointed out. And Friday was our best day in five weeks. So keep that in mind that we're coming off the back of a pretty sizable improvement. Exactly. And it will be interesting to see where our market goes from here. Of course, if US markets are hitting record highs, it's like, can we do that? And of course, we were testing record highs not that long ago. We did almost crack it. We're 0.1% away from a record high, but we couldn't quite get there. As we talk about quite often on this podcast, it is a little bit hard to break those levels. So we'll just wait and see what happens. And at the moment, we're about 2% away from record highs. First, why don't we look at what happened across the sectors today? So out of the 11, nine of them improved and it's pretty broad based gains. I'm seeing a lot of the sectors up by around the 1% mark, but it's really financials that shot the lights out. We're seeing all the major banks being the real driving force of the whole market. Of course, the financial sector makes up about a quarter of the whole Aussie market put together. That's the ASX 200, of course. And we did see CBA, Westpac, NAB, ANZ all up in the order of around 1% to 1.5% today. So that really drove our market forward. Yeah, and CBA actually hit a a record high today with uh, its improvement as well. And mining and energy stocks, they were down for most of the morning, but uh, energy companies have come back from declines. Miners did do quite poorly actually over the past week or two, and they remain in the red in particular just a handful of stocks there, which we'll get to in a second. And important to note that tech stocks in particular did did well today as well, and that was tracking the improvements on the US market. But if we look at some of the individual stocks that took the spotlight today, Liontown, there's been a lot going on with this stock over the past year or so. So obviously there was a massive $6.6 billion takeover deal from the world's biggest lithium miner, Albemarle, that fell through late last year. Prior to that, it seemed like there was quite a bit of interest to buy Liontown out, including from Australia's richest person, Gina Reinhart. But after that deal fell through, Liontown raised some money from investors to fund its flagship project. Then recently, Albemarle sold out its stake in Liontown. And of course, lithium prices have been falling as well. They roughly halved in 2023. So there's been a lot going on with this stock 
very recently. And this all led to today's news that a number of lenders to the company have withdrawn their funding on the back of those slumping lithium prices. And that means that Liontown just lost about $760 million in promised loans, which was supposed to go towards completing its key lithium project, its Kathleen Valley mine. And that means back to the drawing board to plan for what will happen moving forward. But the good news is they did say they remain on track to complete the project by around mid-year. Still worth noting, Liontown shares are down around 40% this year alone. Its share price has more than halved in the past three months. And these falls in Liontown actually spread to a lot of the other lithium miners today, but it wasn't only the lithium miners weighing today, was it? Exactly right. And look, Liontown's down for seven consecutive days. We said that the Aussie market has only improved five times this month. Liontown's only had two gains this whole month, so it really has been heading backwards very aggressively. Chalice Mining was another stock in focus. It was down about 5%. Now, said today that it plans to cut costs by around 40% this year, and that will include cutting executive salaries as well. And this is due to weak market conditions. So what they mean by this in particular are nickel prices, which have fallen heavily because there's way too much supply coming out of Indonesia at the moment. And this just means nickel prices have plummeted off the back of this. And when prices fall, that is obviously a negative because this is how they make their money. So Chalice shares, as I said, down roughly 5%. South 32 was out with its quarterly production update today, and that was a bit of a weight in the mining space as well. They did report an unexpected and sharp fall in coal production, which was down around 29% from the previous quarter. They also cut full-year production expectations on the back of this, so we did see its shares weighing today. Big loser today, Appen. This is in a different sector, the tech sector, down 40%. It actually hit a record low on the market. This is a data processing company that has made roughly 80% of its revenues in the past from the tech giants out of the United States in particular. Well, just lost a key contract today with Google worth about $125 million, one of its big customers. And Appen said that the news was not only unexpected, it was disappointing too. The contract will wind up on the 19th of March, or at least uh, by then. And it's considered to be, I guess, a casualty as far as a company is concerned, from the recent growth in AI like ChatGPT. So it's making its services perhaps not quite as important for some companies. Plenty of records being hit today, both good and bad. Zip was another one of them. Its share price hitting a one-year high today. That's, of course, the buy now, pay later provider. And they were out with some results and a quick high-level run-through of its quarterly results. Uh, The number of transactions that went through Zip were higher. Revenue was about 26% higher. Its revenue margin improved as well. And its total transaction value in America hit a record there's another record. That's the amount people are spending per transaction. And finally, the cash in the first half of 2024 is expected to be around the same level as the same time last year. So a pretty positive update from Zip and of course, ahead of their first half results, which will be out on the 27th of Feb. So one to keep our eyes on. Baby bunting slumping as well today. It's down about 7%. Now it said it expects sales to decline by 2.5%. Profits by as much as 31% over the six months to December. And it's been hurt in part by competitive pricing by rivals. So this is the retailer of uh, baby products. And uh, it actually recently decided to close the Camperdown store in December. This is in Sydney, a place I've bought a few baby bottles from. Not from me, obviously, but from my child. So anyway, that lease wrapped up at the end of December and baby bunting has come under a lot of pressure recently. 
Let's look forward. <laughs> Let's look forward. Yeah. Tonight, not a whole lot happening. We do have the leading index being released in the US. And that basically looks at a bunch of economic indicators to predict the direction of the economy. Not much happening in the way of reporting either, but we do have United Airlines reporting their quarterly results. And tomorrow, there'll be a bit of economic news around. We get a weekly update on how confident consumers are with their finances. Also, another one showing how businesses are feeling about things as well. And the Bank of Japan will be meeting over in Japan, obviously, since it's the Bank of Japan, but they'll be deciding what to do with interest rates. And the expectation is they'll probably keep rates on hold. It will be a pretty big week, actually, for many other central banks as well. Yeah, but before we do jump to the rest of the week, we do have production updates out tomorrow from Coronado Resources, Aluka Resources, Cooper Energy and Stanmore Resources. But for the rest of the week, there are plenty more production updates. We have a number of countries deciding on interest rates as well, as you alluded to there. Plenty more companies reporting over in the US. And I think the important ones will be Tesla finding out, you know, things like how many cars did they produce over the quarter and Netflix as well, finding out how many subscribers they've had or lost. And as far as interest rates are concerned, we mentioned Japan, but also rate decisions in Europe and also Canada as well. And a holiday shortened week, of course. Australia down Friday. We'll keep our market closed. See you tomorrow. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.